0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about Christians and competition. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where, in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how Christians should approach competition. You know, maybe you just got through your March Madness and your bracket made the competitive side of you come out a little too strong, and now you're wondering, what Christians should do when the world calls us to compete. You know, some imagine competition as inherently sinful, something that must be avoided for the faithful. Others, on another extreme, dive headfirst into competition and they tell themselves that competition has no real connection with their faith. And it's a struggle that we see analyzed in real time on game shows like Survivor, where, you know, there's Christians that go on that show and it asks them to act ungodly. And the players have to ask themselves, do morals matter because it's just a game? Or does God care how they act on the show? To really understand this, though, I think it's important that we recognize that some level of competition is unavoidable no matter how hard we try to avoid it. The economies are based on competition. Education is built on competition. Talent is built on competition. Athletes play to win. Musicians compete for top chair positions in the orchestra. Actors and actresses compete for lead roles. You know, we interview for jobs and even though we may never ever see the other applicants, we are competing for the position. Even this humble podcast is in competition with 10,000 other messages you hear every day for 10 minutes of your attention. In a finite system, there will always be winners and losers. That's the way the world operates and we can ignore it if we like, but that doesn't change the reality. Competition, is inherent in this world, in the same way money is central to our culture. And just like money, when, when Christians engage in competition, we should be alert to the danger. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, "...do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal." but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. No one can serve two masters. Either you'll you'll hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now, just like with competition, Money is a part of living in this world. Jesus had Judas carrying money for the disciples. And and we too should know we can carry around wallets. That's okay. But Jesus also through Judas showed the danger of money. Judas betrayed him for some change. We can think of competition in the same way. We are bound to compete, but we must not allow competition to come between us and God. We know this because Paul references athletic competition at least twice in his letters, in 2 Timothy two five and 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And he does not condemn competition or these games. Games were regular in Roman society. And unlike today, you know, athletes were held in the lowest regard. It would have been easy for Paul to denounce them. But Paul does not condemn their activity. And in fact, he shows the parallels between athletic competition and our Christian race. You know, listen to what Paul says to the Corinthians. He says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No. I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. If all competition is inherently sinful, Paul could have condemned the actions of these runners. He doesn't, but he does give us a very important lesson on where competition should fall on our list of priorities. And it's in direct opposition to the other extreme on the spectrum that competition has no connection with our faith. That as long as it's a game, there's no consequences. No, Paul says there are consequences. That runners, they're chasing after a crown that will not last. And it's okay if we compete for that crown, but why would we ever let it jeopardize our race for the eternal one? Just like when it comes to money, we understand Christians can't say it's just business. To excuse a multitude of sins, we can't say it's just a game. It's not just a game. Every breath we take is an opportunity to show the world the love of Christ. And we shouldn't take a single one for granted. Just like we use our money to glorify God, or we should, Christians should use competition to honor him too. We honor God while competing by keeping our eyes on the true prize. While we may be running a race for a crown that won't last, we know that our true purpose is to run the lifelong marathon towards Christ and the eternal life that only he can offer. The world should notice that after a while. They should notice that while others are fighting their way to the top at all costs, Christians have bigger goals. We also honor God by doing everything wholeheartedly. First Corinthians 10 31 challenges us to do everything, whether we eat or drink or whatever else we do, to do it all for the glory of God. This is an important asterisk on Paul's teaching about competition because while we're truly running a race for an eternal prize, he tells the Corinthians that we cannot neglect the physical race either. Christians should have a fire in us about everything we do because we know everything we do reflects back on God. When we compete, we should work hard. We should train. We should work to better ourselves. Most of all, though, we should serve others and we should serve God in the process. Jesus told us in the Sermon on the Mount that we are a light to the world And we should let our light shine before others that they may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. When we compete, we aren't competing for fame or or fortune or ourselves, but to glorify our Father. That requires us to act differently. It's not enough to win. Our goal is to show the love of Christ To the world. If we can do that with our good works, then we should. If we can do that with our money, then we should. And if we can do that with competition, then we should. Competition is part of living in this world. It comes with its own challenges and opportunities. It may tempt us not to love others the way Christ loves us, but it also gives us a powerful platform to demonstrate the love, the humility, and the purpose that comes from the Spirit working inside of us. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast or on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.